Welcome back to Two Mooks and a Mic. It is Saturday. It is fucking Saturday. We are recording after a long week. We are ready. We are doing something new today. We are, excuse me, we are jumping right in. We are going to do a deep dive. This is our our short little two-episode series of deep dive into the minds of the mooks, right? Yup. We're starting off with a deep dive into the mind of Chris. Shit. Chris, how you feeling? How's your week? We'll, we'll do that first because it's gonna be it's gonna be a deep one. It's gonna be a fucking crazy one. It's gonna be very deep. We spent like, I'm sorry, not me, John <laughs> spent about. Fuck, I don't know. Literally like 40 minutes. I was going to say 30, 40 <laughs> minutes making these questions. I'm trying to get into my mind like a motherfucker. And, uh, yeah, but good week, good week, I guess. First week back. I had vacation last week, which mm. was very nice. It was a mental detox for sure. That's right. That's Minus right. all the stress, and that was nice. But it was definitely rough to get back in, but... Now I'm kind of back in the swing of things. It's day like four or five of work in a row, so I'm... As it is, man. When you come back after a vacation, it is hard. It is very hard, man. Especially after, like, just chilling, doing whatever the fuck you want. It's like, when you get a vacation, it's like summer vacation type shit, but it's Mm. only a week. How many... Did you have, like, a whole week off? Seven days? Yeah. Uh, Maybe even eight. Really? I'm not even going to front to you, because I got... Oh, fuck yeah, buddy. Oh, oh fuck yeah. They hooked me you. up over there. Damn, so it's a real vacation then. Oh, God. It's like I'm working, but I'm not even there. Yeah. It's mad nice. First jobs, man, you have, like, vacations, and it's just week off with no money. Yeah, but once you get that, like, yeah, you can get fucked. You can have time off, but you ain't getting paid. Once you get that PTO, man, you're an adult with your vacations and shit. That's, For real, you gotta incredible. schedule them and... All that shit. I switched mine, my other vacation, to my birthday week because I had it the week before. Hmm. And I was like, damn, I'm going to be 21 the day I go back to work. Yeah, no, thank you. Fuck that. That is so not I did acceptable. it the day before and the week after. Oh boy. Very excited. I'm going to be bar hopping and shit. That's going to be <laughs> hype. Oh, man. That's what I was telling my boss. My boss, a little tangent here. I work at a bank. In case you guys didn't know, but she was telling me, cause she's like head up, head honcho. She's been there for like forty years, give or take. She told me that her, like the head teller that she worked with, like, fucking like forty something years ago, used to have smoke butts behind the fucking counter. Yeah. Inside the building. Inside the building, she used to have her ashtray right next to her shit. Used to smoke butts, go through like three packs a day. She told me, and I was like, "Damn, I'm jealous, bro." Chiefing, I'm jealous. I wish I could smoke while I was working, bro. That's what I'm saying, man. It's so much easier. I gotta wait till my 15s, till my little tiny little breaks to yeah. go outside and have a cigarette, man. And I need that shit. I'm fucking retail, man. It's not it, man. It's great. I love it. I wouldn't rather be anywhere else, to be honest with you, but. You need your cigarettes, and waiting fucking three hours is hard. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you, man. That's for damn sure. But anyway, so today, tonight, tonight. tomorrow, Most by the likely. time we finish, actually, yeah, we 
I'm going to be getting deep here. So, Hopefully for everyone that Tyler episode, that one pretty deep as well. Yeah, the Tyler episode is we're we posted that, we're posting that we already posted it as of yeah, right now. Yeah, posted like an hour ago, give or take. Yeah, the day that we are recording this, we have posted the Tyler episode, which up to this point is easily in my top two or three episodes. I Damn. think it was incredible. Oh. I really enjoyed talking to him. I enjoyed I that as well. He was a great guest. Great kid, too. Facts. Have a lot of respect for him. Um, that just went live. You know, if you haven't listened to that yet, I recommend going to listen to that first to kind of yeah. get into your kind of deep sort of mindset because today we are going there and further. We are going oh. deep into Chris's mind here. We are going to fucking pick apart his brain see how he feels about certain things and and get to know chris more as a person as you should you know as we said as i said these uh next couple episodes are going to be these next you know the next couple ones that we record you know who knows when the fuck we're going to post them but it's going to be deep dives into the minds of the mooks because we did one with me a while back like it was mm-hmm. like a third episode it was in the car at the upper lot yeah and that was and we didn't trip. post it did no, we cause no because there was definitely a lot of technical difficulties about that one that was kind of a fucked episode and but let me tell you this official. one is going deeper than that one did fucking all right there are I'm no excited. dry questions here everything is real we're gonna get to know one of the hosts of this we're gonna get to know my co-host chris and i'm gonna get to know him a little more i feel like after this episode so oh shit let's get right into it first question here we're gonna start off a little soft right sure sure sure. uh very soft compared to where we're gonna end up so the first one here is uh what do you value most in a person hmm in a person, in general. It doesn't mean, like, in a girlfriend or a boyfriend or a friendship or whatever, a family member, nothing. What do you value most in a person as a whole? I think if they are able to respect your personal time, I think that's huge. I, like, because I like to spend majority of my time alone, mm. I suppose. And if someone's always like, oh, you got to... You gotta chill all the time. And I'm not trying to call you out because I love chilling with you and you make me get outside of the house and shit. (laughs) But, I don't know, I enjoy my alone time. And for someone who pushes that too much, it kind of gets to a point where I'm like, damn, like, leave me alone type shit. Yeah. And that's more with, like, a relationship type deal because you're going on dates and doing all this date shit yeah. I guess and takes more effort yeah exactly and yeah I'm not a fan cause I love my alone time I love to oh, do yeah. my shit watch my movies watch my shows oh, play my games yeah dude I feel the same way and yeah I feel like, like it's so important to have that like sure. we were talking with Tyler again if you haven't listened to that episode <laughs> yet go listen to that right the fuck now because when we were talking to Tyler we were talking about having a balance Having a balance between your, you know, your, your kind of social life and your alone life, you know, what you do by yourself and how it's important to have that balance and how it's important to feel comfortable in your aloneness. And if you do, then you know, you know more than most that it's equally as if it honestly, in my opinion, it's more valuable, you know, to be your, your alone time is more valuable than the time you spend with other people because you are ultimately your own person. You live for you. Mm-hmm. nothing else so you have to make sure that you're okay on your own and that you enjoy your alone time no doubt 
like that. I like that. Yeah. So for you, what you value most in a person is them respecting your alone time. That balance, yeah. Hmm. For okay. sure. Okay. I I I agree with that. I agree with that. I think it's a very important thing for someone in any form of relationship. You know, again, be it girlfriend, boyfriend, family, friend, whatever. It's important for them to be able to have that respect, you know, because it's kind of a respect thing as well. Oh, yeah, you know? 100%. Yeah, understanding that you are the type of person that needs that time, you know, and, and that's not a bad thing at fucking all. No. Because you need the time to work on yourself before you can be your best self for anyone else. So, For sure. I agree with that. I yeah. respect that. I respect Thanks. that. Thanks. <laughs> so the next question here, right? Number two. Number two of 25. Holy <laughs> shit. Got a ways to go here. Granted, this may still be one of the shorter episodes, but we are going to take our time with these questions because they're important. Again, I want to get to know Chris the same as I want you guys to get to know Chris here, right? And he's going to feel the same way about the episode we do about me, so... Hang tight for that one. But anyway, so... <laughs> second question here, Chris. Yeah. For you, personally. Yeah. And this is going to be very broad. Sure. But I want you to think and give me a great answer here. So what is your favorite thing? <laughs> it's extremely broad, but what... Wow. It's like massively broad, but what is your favorite thing above all else... What brings you the most joy? What are you most content doing? What are you most content seeing, hearing, feeling? What is your favorite thing? Hmm. Period. Across, you know, everything. What is your favorite thing, Chris? I want to know. Wow. Yeah. Fuck. Probably driving home at like dusk, seeing the sunset with a nice song playing mm. like headed home from somewhere and ready to ready, not ready to go to bed because dusk is like what 5 five thirty. <laughs> yeah but during the winter exactly right now yeah. it's like fucking like yeah, 8 30 like o'clock or some shit <laughs> i'm ready for bed by that point <laughs> fuck definitely get a nice song playing because i'm like you i like the cinematics in mm. life where you have the nice music at the right time you gotta and have a you soundtrack have a good, for your life, man. For sure. If you have a good, like, song playing, like a sunset song, almost. Mm. I don't know if that falls into a category, but... I can. Yeah. Especially exactly. for each individual. You know? For sure. My sunset song might be opera, and your might be fucking, you know... Cardi. You know? Who knows? Never that. Who knows? Let's play some Tame Impala. Come on now. A Tame Impala. Oh, see, that is a respectable sunset song. Tame Impala. Oh Oh my god, alternative music is the best, and I can totally understand that it's a Sunset song, because they sure. work so perfectly. That vibe, you know, that Sunset vibe is hard to beat. That's for hard sure. And then just cruising, watching the sunset, and then you get home and it's, like, night. It's nighttime. So getting that home time before the sun sets, yeah, it's just I don't know, it's crazy. <laughs> and it's just like, it's, just the, it's the simple things in life. Right? Yeah, I know, man. And it... I don't know. It makes me happy. And I enjoy it the most. Favorite thing. I love that. And even if I'm like... Because I have... I have like... 
everybody probably has this, but I have a living room upstairs, basement downstairs, and I go watch the sunset, go downstairs to the basement, walk outside the door, dark out. It's mm. the craziest thing. Just to watch that time change from when the sun sets to when it's completely black and you see yeah. the stars. Yeah. I don't know. It's just the little things for me, honestly. No, I agree with that. I Big agree fan with that 100%. That, for yeah. sure. That's fucking incredible. The sunset, you know, that twilight, dusk kind of time of day. Mm-hmm. It's very hard to beat, you know, especially if it's been... Well, honestly, it can go both ways. If it's been, been a long a great day, and hard or a day, stressful day. Exactly. Yeah. Either one. You know, it's great to see a sunset because that means... You know, it's the culmination of how your day's been. Be it good or bad, it's still got a pretty ending. So yeah, most I of the time, yeah. That. For sure. I love that. That is incredible. Hell yeah. Favorite thing, Sunset Drives, good song. And I'm not one to post it on Snapchat. Oh, for fuck's sake. Dude. Fucking A. <laughs> when people post the Saw pictures myself, of Sunset. I enjoyed oh, it myself. Wow. I don't need to see your perspective. Yeah, those people, like, if I didn't put it on my story it didn't happen sort of a thing forget about it no maybe no if it's you. really nice I'll take a picture for myself yeah. that's not going anywhere man to post I'll oh, forget it oh damn oh, uh, well yeah I love that <laughs> and I respect that Chris because that's a good thing you know and again like you were saying about the soundtrack I feel like it's really important to have you know my favorite thing without question is music in a good setting so I agree with you there music in a good setting good music music that I like in a good setting you know for sure is huge it is the most fucking important thing again as you know because you said like like you you know you know how I am with my you know I gotta have the song playing at the perfect time you know I gotta I'll rewind it if it's not the right part you rewind it when you before you hop on the highway or some (laughs) shit exactly so you gotta have it the perfect everything's gotta be perfect and when it is that is the best. Yeah. So I respect that. I, I love that. that. I agree with that 100%, bro. Very nice. Now we are going to start... Diving. Getting a bit deeper. So All right. A bit of a light one to start it off here. What, Chris, do you value more? What do you value more? Money or time? As a person, Oof. right, for where you see yourself going, for what you want to do with your life, what do you value more, money or time? Well, I feel like money nowadays is, like, a must. You need mm. it, but... Because you're getting started. Yeah, anybody. Like, I could be six years old, I'm still going to need money to mm-hmm. get shit, get food, pay insurance, do whatever. Yeah. But it's not what do you need most. It's, it's what, what do you value. value for sure, for sure. And hmm. granted, money buys you the things that you enjoy of and you course. love. But yeah. So you have to think about it that way as well. But what do you value most, Chris? I of those two things. Well, whenever I like start a job or like see my hourly pay, I realize that it's like they're paying me this much for how much of my time is. Like, if I'm ba- being paid, like, 11 an hour, I'm going to say, damn, I'm getting paid $11 an hour. <laughs> an we hour totally, of my life, you're paying totally me $11. We totally weren't talking about that earlier. <laughs> no, not at all. Never. And I was very, I don't know. Because I was getting paid, like, 
ten fifty an hour at my older job. Mm. And I was I I took a step back and I realized I was like I'm getting paid ten dollars and fifty cents for an hour of my time. Yeah, I could be doing so much more. I could be hanging with my friends, which is honestly to me priceless. So mm. I would probably say time for me for sure, unless I'm getting paid like racks on racks for <laughs> my time oh, yeah right. i guess honestly honestly it depends on what you're making <laughs> like exactly. how much you're coming I'm in paid like three bands an hour dude well honestly sure. bro even then i feel like if someone who's making you know a hundred dollars an hour mm. they would still value time yeah that's true because if you're making $100 an hour, you're going to be making $100 an hour for who knows how long. Could be forever. Could be to the end of your life. Exactly. But the one thing you never have... Is time. Enough of is time, yes. For sure. And the companies look at you, and when they give you that hourly rate, they say this is how much your time is worth. Mm. And when I saw that, it just... I took a step back. I was like, damn. Yeah. Damn, this place cares about me. So little, they're gonna pay me ten dollars. I can buy like, like three six or like twelve packs of fucking Pepsi. Yeah. Cause I worked at a supermarket. I could go to the aisle that's like three feet in front of me. Yeah. Buy it's like I three get, packs of I can get myself Pepsis, lunch. Woo-hoo. Literally for an hour of my time. <laughs> It just true. blew my mind. That's true. That because it is. It's how they view your worth. Yeah, exactly. You know, which is huge. It's such a fucking like punch in the gut. Dude. It really it's is. Like, wow, this time that I could have like done literal like almost anything is only worth ten fifty. And I'm here <laughs> for ten fifty. <laughs> oh man! I went on a seven hour day with like. 70 bucks in my pocket fucking hell which is just smoke to me I like unfathomable like I'd get the paycheck and since I was young I wouldn't know any better but I was like damn I'm getting money like yeah when you're young you've got to start somewhere but again it's when you get older and you start to realize what's worth more Mm -hmm. is when you make those distinctions and you're able to realize what is worth more you know and it's time i feel like there's a correct answer to the question you know and it's time 100 you never get enough of it but you can be rich and famous and drowning in money you Mm. still want to same time as everybody else yeah you still want more time exactly everybody wants more time and unless you can buy time it's always going to be time for that question Hmm. for sure which as of right now you cannot buy time which is Highly unfortunate. So we're going to move on to the next question now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now we're going to get a little deeper. Okay. <sighs> like even deeper than we just were, if that's, you know, fathomable. Um, and it's more about you. From now on, the rest, of the, di- the rest of the questions are more directed toward you and how you feel personally about certain things, you know, and how you handle things in your own life some more about your own life you know and your own opinions and your own perspective right so again it's a bit of a broad question but it can be simplified so how do you chris Mm -hmm. handle change how do you handle change oof honestly not very well at first 
like if someone I don't know it's definitely hard for me for sure I'm very used to uh kind of the daily I don't know what you want to call it daily motions I guess just routine. going through the motion yeah thank you just the routine of going through everything and once something changes kind of throws me off and I still try to do that daily routine that I'm used to but that one part's missing or changed or whatever whatever it may be so I kind of I don't know I like to train myself to move around that like I kind of prepare myself so when that part's coming in the daily routine just to like a couple hours before or whatever like tell myself that that's coming so I can take it beforehand rather than it hitting me off so you're guard, saying I like feel. if it's it's something like more <clears throat> if it's something more <clears throat> physical or more kind of i guess so you're saying like if you're if your drive to work changes or if you're you know if if, if something again if you're something kind of more root you know used to doing changes ever so slightly you kind of just have to prepare yourself to go through it. For sure. And, like, yeah, like, even my drive to work, like, when I wake up, I'll remind myself, I'm like, oh, yeah, like, I can't take this route because it's closed or something. Some shit like yeah. that. Or even as deep as, like, if I was in a relationship with someone, broke up with them, and I would, like, FaceTime them every night, I'd be like, a couple hours before, I'd be like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not messing with this person anymore. Like, I don't have to factor this into my I schedule don't. Yeah, anymore. exactly. So then how would you deal with, for example, my, say one of your friends changes drastically and the way that your relationship was changes drastically. So say something about a, someone you hold very dear to you changes. How would you handle that sort of a situation? Like if, 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 if say, someone, uh, kind of similar to what you said, if someone texts you every day, mm. you know, like, yo, what's up? Like, how you been? Like, how was your day? Sort of a thing. If that sure. stops. Again, it, it might be more of a relationship thing, but even still, if, if you had a very close friend, right, who was always keeping up to date and always making sure you were okay and you see them, like, three or four times a week tops, you know, how would you handle that sort of a change? Hmm. What would Chris do? Well, if it was, like... Would you... Let me put it this way. Would you attempt to overcome that change or would you learn from it? Like, would you make it okay? Would you make it work? Like, okay, I'm not going to see this person this day, so instead I'm going to fill it with this. Or would you be like, okay, I'm not going to see this person this day. What do I do to, like, move on from this, I guess, you know? Or, like, how do I move on? Like, do, are you stuck on it? Or do you kind of take the necessary steps to grow as a person from it and progress? You know, um, well, it kind of depends whether there was like something crazy that happened that is like justifiable and why it's not happening anymore. If it's just like out of the blue, well, let's just say that it's like something crazy happened. I would definitely try and fill the void with something for sure. I, well, let me argue, let me, let me play kind of devil's advocate here and argue that either way, if the person, let's say it's a close person, someone who's very close to you, mm -hmm. very dear to you, yeah. either way, 
even if it was something small, even if it was something huge, it would still be a big change, right? 100%. If it was someone who was always there and someone who was always present, you know, someone who had such a large impact on your life and that was lessened, if not completely eradicated, how would Chris deal with that change? I definitely like to, um, like, fill it in with something. You I, fill the void. 100%. Mm. I like to... What do you fill it with? Yeah. Shit, it depends if it's, um, if it's more texting or whatever, I like to just use my phone still, so it's still kind of the same routine that yeah. I'm used to. Being but on the phone, yeah, exactly. Text someone else or open up some sort of, like, news, read something, whatever, or, I don't know, but if it's more face-to-face, maybe try and hang out with someone else. So, in essence, you tend to fill those voids with a similar thing, but different. So, if it's on the phone, you text other people more, you're more involved in, like, friendship. Say, let's say it was, for for shits and giggles, say it was a relationship that ended. Mm -hmm. Someone used to text all the time and see multiple times throughout the week. For sure. You would text your boys more and hang out with your boys more? 100%. Okay. As opposed to maybe doing things you enjoy more? What do you what do you enjoy to do? Let's put it that way. What do you enjoy? You I know that you're and not this in a bad way whatsoever, but you you enjoy gaming and you enjoy you know your time in front of your your computer and 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 and, and spending that time with friends through the computer and still kind of socializing but kind of competing in a way or just working together to accomplish a goal. Yeah, you know, sort of a thing. So would you? at some points possibly try to fill it with that or if it oh, was a yeah, more for sure. Yeah. So well, you wouldn't try to be more kind of active physically. Do you think that you would let's say okay, let's say it was a relationship. This is kinda of going off the rails, but say it was a relationship, right? And you were trying it was someone you were very active with texting and seeing. Mm-hmm. Right? Multiple times throughout the week. All the time texting, multiple times seeing. For sure. Right. Would you be more apt to hanging out with friends in person and like spending more time with maybe family or something? Or would you be more apt to, you know, maybe gaming with people instead and just keeping yourself inside? Hmm. I definitely would probably split it half and half. I definitely like my games, like to play with the boys, but it comes to a point where I'm like, I really gotta, like, stand and get outside. Like, I can't be doing it all day, and I definitely like to hang out with my friends, maybe skate, maybe just go to a friend's house and just talk face-to-face type deal. Yeah, I definitely... The reason, the reason I ask yeah, that, let, yeah. me, let, me, let me tell you, the reason I ask that is because I know some people prefer to kind of close themselves off. Mm-hmm. And I feel as though that, that staying inside in your own home and, and staying behind a screen could possibly, you know, feed that, if For you want to say what I'm saying. Like, like trying, like, it could feed the whole, like, I want to be alone sort of a thing. Like, mm-hmm. I feel, I personally, when I game with people, I'm still alone. You know, I, I enjoy, mm-hmm. like, you know, you know, being online with my buddies and, and sure. playing a game together, accomplishing that together, having fun together, but it's still my... You know, alone time, more or less. Like you were saying earlier about how people respect your alone time. I consider my gaming with my friends as alone time. Yeah. So, I guess my question ultimately then is, if you were to go through a massive change like that, where someone changed and and your routine changed, 
and in a way that was negative for you, would you tend more to isolate yourself as though staying in your own home or go outside with friends? Hmm. <coughs> well, Excuse me. usually I'd probably, I'd probably, um, like when I get out of work, if I have a work day, isolate, play mm. games with my friends, because contrary to you, I treat online, like playing with my friends and talking to them as like socially. Yeah. Like, almost face to face, but not really. Okay. And I feel like I'm I'm with them, like in the same room sort of thing. Mm. I don't know. I like it. It I makes like me this. happy to have like So let's let's talk about friends. this then. Let's talk about this. Let's see how it differs. Because for sure. me, okay, I'm gonna talk about myself and I apologize, but for me that is not nearly the same mm-hmm. as going outside and actually spending time with someone. Mm-hmm. Like for me, if I was in that situation, I would hang out with one person outside. I wouldn't hang out with a group of people because it's not the same, but hanging yeah. out with someone one-on-one, like a very good friend, you know, would be huge oh, and yeah. important, you know, For to sure. have that person to rely on sort of a thing. But if that same person, you know, and for me, that person, because I've known him for so long and, and I've relied on him for this many times in the past would be Devin, right? Yep. So let's just... and and. You know, the the audience should know who Devin is because he's been on multiple times. But if you don't go back and listen to that episode, but um, then you remove yourself. Yeah, exactly. So going out with Devin for me is huge, Mm -hmm. you know, and if he if we instead opted to or apted to whatever, play video games. Sure. It would not be nearly the same for me because I'd still be home. I would still be alone. Yeah. So. You're saying that doesn't affect you that way. Not um, necessarily, no. So it's, I, for you, it's still getting out, kind of, or or, or, or just getting time. out, but speaking with someone for mm. sure. Because I don't know, I like to be in like a call with one of my friends, and most of the time it's just one other person, and yeah. we get into some deep shit when we're okay. just talking. Like sometimes the games ended, or we're gassed out we we're out of juice we don't want to play any more games but we still want to talk because we're friends we're homies yeah we're there for each other and we can just talk for literally i've talked to people just staring at the screen with our like the mics going on and off (laughs) on discord for hours just talking and it is it's awesome it feels so good it's like it's like when you record an episode and Mm. you're done and you're just like that was such a good episode the good conversations Amen. and it doesn't you're not doing it to get like any sort of reward rather than satisfaction and you're just yeah. talking to your friends having a good conversation getting to know your friends more because when you're online like i've met friends online who i've yeah. never met in real life and i can have a good deep conversation with them and sure. never dap them up or anything shake mics that's about it but like mm. i don't know you can get to those good conversations without even talking to someone like face to face and mm. it, i don't know that's interesting because you have never i've never heard it kind of put like that you know? yeah like i've always thought like you know when you play a game with someone it's just you're focused on the game and when it ends it ends exactly it's like a cut off yeah you know? i've never thought about how you could possibly continue the conversation because ultimately it's the conversation that matters. 100%. And, and how you converse with that person, how you guys 
socialize with each other and how you kind of develop your own like friendship i guess which makes sense because i again i i you know i wasn't raised that way i wasn't raised to i i didn't have an xbox until i was 19 you know yeah. or any sort of fucking thing like that you yeah. know so i it's just different in that regard but for sure to hear it put that way it makes a lot more sense yeah and ever I'm, since and i'm I was glad young. that you have that because it honestly it saves a lot of gas awesome. money too damn straight because <laughs> lord knows these motherfucking gas prices man they were shooting bit of real god it's never gonna let go <laughs> never gonna let it go i don't even know what episode this that at that point that, that was like when we were just starting out man that was like 10 episodes ago if not more <laughs> <laughs> We're at episode five. Gas prices are probably like episode four or five. So, but anyway, it's crazy shit like that. But me, me and my father when we were very, when I was very young, when I was like four or five, we used to play mm. games on like the flash games, like mini clip. You ever play mini clip when you were a kid? I did not. Not too bad. There was it was just like <laughs> shitty games that you play. Like you just type in the website and play games on. And me and my dad yeah. would just play them together and have conversations while playing them. Like so in the I, same house? Yeah, we'd sit side by side and play the same game together. Like on the same computer. Hmm. It's fucking awesome. We'd have a little bit of game time and then a little <laughs> bit of like everything else. Like we just throw cute. game time in the itinerary. That's cute. That was fun. So I've kind of just grown up with the online, even though it was kind of face to face, but we were playing the same game. Yeah, just it was still a conversation a game. It was still a screen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And usually when I play games, I'm not really talking about it. I'm just talking about whatever's going on. So then, one could say that since you grew up with games, mm-hmm. kind of playing games since you were a jit, if you will, young, <laughs> since you were yeah. younger, jit means younger, I figured that out through Chris, but if you were playing games since you were a jit, right, you would kind of grow up with that, and you would become accustomed to that, so it makes sense that you would kind of, in a way, you could say that you're relying on that, you know, as a form of, yeah. as a form of, you know, being social, and, mm-hmm. and then as a form of social interaction, you are relying on that computer, that, the internet, the, oh, yeah. the screens, everything. For sure. Okay. See, I, I, again, I never grew up with that, so I wouldn't relate, but I understand. That's fair. Because, again, it's the conversation that's most important. Oh, 110%. It is fucking awesome. It's I love crazy that. what you can have. I love that. <laughs> See, I learned something tonight, too. And I feel like people get a lot more confident when it's not face-to-face. So a lot of people can talk about mm. a lot of more, I don't know, stuff that's hanging over their head rather yeah. than face-to-face. Which I will, again, play devil's advocate here and argue that that is a fucking shame. Oh, 100% because it is. as much as it's, you know, good that people don't have to have that exposure and, and are able to feel comfortable without that exposure, I think it's important to have that Oh, it definitely is. You know, and to be able to have the conversation that, like, we are having right now face-to-face, I think that is huge. Humans, yeah. Huge. It, it, it is, uh, I again, I would argue it's imperative to how a, a person, you know, kind of comes up and is raised, you know, to be able to have that conversation face-to-face. For sure. To talk about the deeper things, the more emotional things, the more meaningful things. And speaking of those things, the next question, we're going to move on here, move along a bit. Um, my phone is freaking out. Apologies. Um, it's okay. Okay. Chris. 
Again, now we're getting very deep, so <laughs> buckle the fuckle up, okay? Because now we are, you know, we're getting, uh, I want to learn more about you, like I said, and I know our audience wants to know more about you as well, about their hosts, and you're fucking up, so. <laughs> as of right now, as of this point in your life, Chris, 20 years old, about to be 21, as of right fucking now, a 20-year-old mm. male, male? Correct? Yeah. In this world that we live in, right? In your world, what are the last things that you would like to see, smell, and hear before you die? As of right now, because God oh. knows that's going to fucking change, you know? Because if you have children, it's going to be your children, you know? Or whatever it may be when you grow up. For you know, sure. if you adopt a new hobby it'll be that you know who fucking knows but yeah. as of right now with the chris that i know the 20 year old chris jukes who is fucking working at the bank who is recording a podcast what is the last thing that you'd like to see before you die start there damn i would definitely want to see my dog for sure he mm. no he doesn't speak at all but he's always been there for me ever since i got him he's always, always been there said that. and That's i talk so to sweet. him too <laughs> I talk to him. I have deep as fuck conversations with him. Doesn't say a word. He just wags his tail. But What's your dog's name? Mike. 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 Yeah, I knew he's it. a Mike. fucking man for real. <laughs> but I definitely want to see him. He's... So if if you had you know the last thing you had to see before you die, it would be Mike. Hundred percent. Good man. Good man. Now the last thing you have to smell. This is a bit of a, a, you know, kind of a strange smell. one, but the last thing you have to smell before you die. For me, let me just give you an example here. For, For me, sure. it would be apple pie. Shit. I was going to say, um... Or pumpkins. Ooh, fuck. The smell of pumpkin, but just because I love fall, but... Yeah, that's true. Last thing to smell. Definitely. Like, very fucking random, but the last thing you'd smell. It's definitely random. I'm going to take it on a little cynical route because my dad likes to make uh, bacon in the morning when I just wake up. Oh, oh my God. Man, that shit smells <laughs> delicious. I forgot about bacon. Oh, oh man. That's some nice fried, or like pan-seared bacon in the morning. Fuck. And then I just die. A little cynical, waking up and then dying, but... It's just the last smell. So, so far we've got, you want to see your dog, you want to smell the fresh scent of bacon in the morning. <laughs> Now, what's the last thing you want to hear before you die, Chris? Oof. Last thing to hear. Definitely some Tame Impala. That's how I'm feeling right now. I'm on my Tame Impala wave right now. Yeah, it's an as of right now. For sure. As of right now, we got dog. (laughs) Dog. See the dog. Yep. Smell the bacon and hear the Tame Impala. What song by Tame Impala? I'm looking at the track list. Let it happen for sure. Let the first song. The first song. Especially because it's seven and a half minutes. I'd have yeah. a little bit of time to hear it all out, but... You'd have time to spend with your dog and the last sound, For the sure. smells, yeah. For oh, sure. Man. That would definitely be one of the perfect ways out for me, honestly. I thought that was a bit of an interesting question because it incorporates all three senses, uh, yeah. you know, uh, the yeah. main three senses. So. For sure. Yeah. I like That's that. Nice I like I that like question. That. Yeah. That's a good one. That's <laughs> fun. So anyway... <laughs> the next one. This is about question like five or six, right? Um, what gives you, Chris, what gives you a warm, 
and fuzzy feeling inside. Let me preface this, okay? Let me preface this saying for me I, I actually kind of came to this realization with a friend of mine we were listening to a song that we loved and we we kind of agreed that it gave us a very warm and fuzzy kind of feeling inside you know that mm. kind of like comfort and 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 enjoy and like pleasantness kind okay. of feeling inside so it may not be a song but anything you know what gives you that warm fuzzy feeling hmm Probably, hmm. It's a thinker because you know there's that one thing that you can always kind of rely on to, to bring you that sense of joy, you know, and fulfillment. You know, that kind of happiness that you may not get from many other things. You know, probably making someone else happy. That definitely warms me up inside. Yeah. It's like, I don't know, with the. A lot of customer service I have to deal with and just being nice to someone rather than just being like, hey, hello. It, <laughs> I, I don't know. It goes a long way. And I had someone today and they were like, you just made my day, man. Thank you. Like, keep going. Keep doing you. And it just made me feel good. Yeah. Made me feel nice, warm and fuzzy inside, if you will. But you get people happy, this man. There's nothing like it, bro. There's nothing fucking like nothing it. like it. It's crazy what you can do. So on that note, the inverse of that question. And this is where we start to get a little deeper. <clears throat> Excuse me. What makes you feel cold, sad, and empty? Oof. Without fail, what brings you the nearest to pain? Without being precisely pain, you know, what makes you feel yeah. cold and and empty inside? What brings that kind of discomfort Fuck. to you? Fuck. I know. This is this is hitting those like low notes. You know, that's kind of sad feeling. What brings you that cold, empty, sad? feeling Chris mm, probably being ignored mm. if you will like when I'm going out of my way to do something and just like I don't know say hello to someone on the side of the road wave at someone while I'm driving by mm. just being completely ignored so you not can a say care the... in the world for the other like the other person doesn't give a single shit no. about me so you could say the inverse of that question is the inverse of that feeling going going out of your way to make someone feel happy and they do not reciprocate anything whatsoever. Nothing. Mm. Yeah, that definitely makes me. I'm like, makes me question if I'm even there most of the time. There's sometimes where I just get completely ignored, especially at work, and I'm just like, am <clears> I <throat> like, am I here? <laughs> On it, like no joke, not no, even trying to be funny. Like I, no, I get that. Really question whether I'm actually at the place. Or yeah, not. it's like when people treat you like you're just a fucking object. Mm. You know, nothing worth you know paying any mind to. Like you're not even a person. Yeah, like you're just there to serve them. Mm -hmm. And that's people in general, not just customers, but people in general. When they treat you that way, hundred percent, it's harmful. Yeah, it's it harmful. It's fucking hurtful. <laughs> Yeah, like, I respect that. Like, if you talk to someone, there's just like one word answers. It's like, am I even here? Like, yeah. do I mean anything to you? It doesn't have to be like that deep, but like, do I mean like 
No, when a you don't when you, you don't amount to anything more than a fucking crumb, it is complete and utter bullshit. Especially when you go out of your way to make sure that person feels like they're more than that. Yeah. You know, I get that. Now kind of another form of these questions. Who who makes you feel happy? Fuck. Probably my friends, for sure. I mean, that's pretty generic. But when I'm seeing my buddies, it makes me... Gives me a mindset where I'm like, oh, I'm not alone. Mm. I can definitely open up to these guys. And I can talk with them about pretty much anything that's on my mind. Yeah. And having someone that has my back is definitely huge, for sure. Now, who makes you feel sad? My co-host. <laughs> I bet he does. Oh man. With these questions. I'm just playing. Snap back. That was way too quick. <laughs> My ghost, you fucker. <laughs> oh, oh fuck. Who actually? I mean, if I actually make you say this, cool, but like. No, no definitely not. <laughs> I don't. It's not. This is not a lighthearted question, though. No, I so, know. <laughs> I was just trying to throw a lighthearted no, twist I on know. it. I know. No, so, I would definitely... Um, your friends, definitely your say... friends make you happy. Mm. So who makes you sad? Extended family, for sure. Extended family? Why is that? Grandparents, for sure. They're very judgmental. Mm-hmm. I, had a, I, had a, uh, I had my grandmother come over today, and I was playing. I was just playing some games, getting some cool off. I just got out of work. I was in my wife beater still, underwear. Mm. Literally just took off my fucking work clothes, sat down to relax. Didn't know she was coming. And she comes up behind me and she goes, when are you going to grow out of that phase? And I was like, damn. (laughs) Damn. You fucking dirty bitch. Oh, shit. But yeah, most of my grandparents are very judgmental. Yeah, and to that you say, what are you going to grow out of that dogmatic, narrow-minded fucking viewpoint you have? <laughs> I told Holy her, shit. when I want to. <laughs> when I want to. boy. And I was, but like, inside, I was just like, I was screaming. I was pissed. And yeah. I was very, like, I was like, damn. Like, this is yeah. how my dad's mother <laughs> feels about me. Yeah. I'm just a lazy motherfucker. And it's worse when it's family, man. It really is. Because family's the one that's supposed to be there for you always, no matter what. But for I'm sure. granted extended family. Like, when, when do you are they really? See yeah, like, when do you really fucking come into contact with them, you know? And to be real, I don't really care what she thinks, but being judged in ah. sharing the same blood definitely yeah. is just, 
something else, man. It makes me feel certain type of way for sure oh yeah I respect that I understand that it yeah. is not easy to go through that shit again especially when it's family you know when they treat you so shit you're just like man fuck here I am just fucking trying bro I'm just fucking trying <laughs> okay real. I'm doing what makes me happy because I ain't always happy okay so well, let fine. me fucking yeah. be me man right. <laughs> no I get that I understand that yeah, a lot of condescending <clears throat> remarks. Passive aggressive too. That's big pet peeve of mine for sure. Is being very passive aggressive. I do it myself because I've learned it for my fucking family. Yeah. But and when it's required, it's required. If someone's treating you like shit, that's when it's earned. But when it's not earned, is when it hurts the most. For sure. So unfortunately, I don't have a happier question to kind of bounce to, but... Uh, it's all good. <clears throat> We're going the deep dive for a reason. This is a very deep dive here. When, if you have already at this point in your life, when did you come to the realization that you are just a small part in the grand scheme of how, you know, the world works or whatever? You know, when did you come to that realization that, oh, fuck, I'm, I'm an ant... You know, I'm a fucking fruit fly Shit. in the workings of society and, and, and life in general. Everybody, yeah. yeah. Fuck. Um, when do you think, you know, if you could kind of throw a date in like a time a setting on it, when would you say you kind of came to that understanding that, oh shit, I'm small. I'm fucking small, uh, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, definitely when I was younger low-key how much you have like a god complex like mm. i would think that not the world revolves around me but i used to think that i was like i was me and everybody else was kind of there and it was my life yeah and my world that i could conquer whatever i could do and i feel like a lot of younger kids used to have that dog everybody did man that's why your parents or you know you grow up your, your father your mother whoever the fuck was always telling you you're not the center of the universe and all exactly. that shit you but know? you think you were because yeah. I don't know you're the one in your body doing mm -hmm. everything but probably fuck probably either middle school or everything started to go crazy because in elementary school you're sitting in your fucking rows getting yeah signed seats all that shit talking <laughs> like your teachers are telling you how to write cursive and everything but yeah in middle school shit hit the fan everybody was going wild and, and every, puberty all that all that crazy puberty fun shit that, yeah and so many people were doing so many different things that it was just like wow it's not my life that I'm leading. I'm just living a life that... I don't know. You're I'm just feeding into this grand, huge fucking thing, you know? Yeah, the grand scheme of things. The grand scheme of things. And grand I don't calculus. Know, that definitely opened my eyes, but not all the way. I feel like when I started working, <laughs> that was definitely when I was like... Wow. And you realize that people were deciding you're worth for you. I yeah. am nothing, man. Oh, Not shit. nothing, but I no, am just... No, but being one. paid ten fifty an hour is, you know, is... Start off nine seventy five. Oh, get the fuck out of here. I started at 10. I was lucky. Shit. <laughs> Maybe 925. 
Oh, that's fucked. Double man. digits is like that was like a dream to me. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know, cause I've been working ever since I was like fifteen. So like, since you were a jit. This was a youngin. I was working since I was fourteen. Fuck. Yeah, yeah cause market you, basket yeah. hired, and you could be fourteen to sixteen work on weekends only. No shit. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. I was sixteen. 14 years old, bagging people's groceries. Wow. This was back when people had to bag, you know, people had other people to bag their own fucking groceries, you know. I feel like now everywhere, you know, you got a bagger for you. Or, mm-hmm. you know, you got to bring your reusable bags and, you know, or you got to bag your own shit, I mean, you know. Like, you bring your own bags, bag your own shit. It's yeah. a huge fucking difference. That's how it should be. When I was working at the supermarket, they were giving me the reusable bags to use. Mm. To bag. It was smoked. I was just like, either let me use my plastic bags, or fuck off. <laughs> or fuck off. <laughs> oh, yeah. Definitely either, like, middle school, high school type shit. Because everybody was doing tons of different shit. Yeah. Understandably so. Understandably yeah. so. It's about the time when most people kind of come to that realization, I, I, I feel, you know. This isn't my world. It's when happiness kind of just fucking dissipates, you know, when you realize, you know, what reality is, you kind of fucking, you grow, you have that that period of time when you're growing too quickly, and you kind of... Take it back a notch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a strange point in your life, it you know, really but is. everybody goes through it, you, you know. You get to that as soon as you hit puberty, too, which is Fuck. Yeah, it's because there's so much like crazy shit happening in your body, as well as you learning that like, damn, I'm like, this isn't my world. So much crazy shit happening in your body, and so much crazy shit happening in your life, man. Everything's changing. For real. Everything's changing. For real. And you learn what happiness is. So, what is happiness to you, Chris? What a fucking transition. What is happiness to you? What do you think? What would you define as? But you define happiness as... For as, you, again, it's a personal thing. So what is happiness for Chris? Hmm. I would definitely... Happiness and satisfaction are kind of the same thing to me, honestly. So if hmm. I... Hmm, I don't want to like relate everything to work, but like if I finish a shift, I'm very happy, satisfied that I'm done. Finish that. Yeah. If I... I don't know. Get a good episode recorded. Satisfied. <laughs> I'm over the fucking moon happy. So that feeling definitely. of satisfaction is what brings you For happiness. Sure. So happiness is, as defined by Chris Jukes, achieving a sense of satisfaction. For sure. I go for a walk, and I'm done the walk, and I see my rings on my Apple Watch that I don't have. That you don't I'm have. Very... You can have a bag if it's right here. I don't fucking want it. <laughs> But I don't know. Yeah, and no, I get, back I get that. And sit in my car. I'm like, damn, I just did that. Like, yeah. I'm happy about that. Yeah, I earned that shit. Exactly, earning something is. I worked for it. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's okay. Me. Valid, valid. Now to get deeper, my deeper. friend. <clears throat> Much deeper, like inescapably deeper. Jeez. What is Chris? What is the saddest thing that you have experienced in recent memory? And how 
did you overcome that feeling of sadness? Hmm. Yeah. It's heavy. That is definitely heavy. It's heavy. It's weighing on me like a fucking yeah. car on my shoulders. Saddest right thing that you have experienced in recent memory, and how did you overcome that feeling of sadness? Damn. Fuck. Well, a few years ago, I was dating this chick, and then I um, kind of fizzed out, if you will. It was kind of just like on like a downward spiral in that last couple weeks of it just like kind of like hanging on by a thread. Mm. And you're like, nah, I'm not really worth anything anymore. And you're just like, they don't show you any worth because at the start it's like oh like you're they get you put them like she puts you on a pedestal you put her on a pedestal and then it just kind of goes down from there yeah and it was like rock bottom and then eventually it got very poor i don't want to go into heavy detail because who knows if she's listening shout out you if you're listening but What are you? I want to name any fucking names. (laughs) Good fucking lord. But yeah. Yeah, definitely. That was definitely it. And how did you overcome that feeling of sadness, huh? How did you work past it? Fuck. My friends, for sure. Friends. 100%. I was just... I would go to my friends. Not really. Not really. I wasn't really really big games at that point. Okay. Yeah, I was just kind of hanging out with friends. More media. I'm just like watching movies with the boys and shit. Yeah. But hanging out with them. We would watch like UFC fights and shit. We'd all pitch in for the pay-per-views. <laughs> Very fun. Very fun. One of my buddies had a projector around that time. Yeah. And we'd have like the, the sheet that we'd hang up. Like a bed sheet. Yeah. Project the, the pay-per-view on there. boy. There you go. Get shit-faced and watch that. And it was... Great time. I'm not saying yeah. use use substances to get over your pain, but oh god no. That was definitely a very fun time. Substances or not, it was yeah. Very, and very even then, if you, I feel like you know, if you're old enough to make those decisions and to choose, hey, I'm gonna you know kind of subject myself to this as far as substances goes. You're you know if you're capable enough, you're capable enough to kind of regulate it you know and make sure. sure you don't go over the edge because you know what it is and you know how it can affect you yeah you know and if you're able to be fucking mature about it then you know how much is too much oh yeah for sure so and it's honestly everybody fucking drinks in high school everybody smokes oh, in high yeah, school everybody sure. fucking does all this shit in high school that's and college phase for sure yeah you test everything out when you're in high school except that's where you learn what shit is and how it affects you mm-hmm. and whether or not you can handle that your limits Ex- you learn your limits for goddamn right sure. you learn your fucking limits and I think that that's a very important phase and I oh, know yeah. that every fucking parent realizes that they know you know that their kids are going to do that. And, you know, my parents, all every time I do that sort of thing, my parents are like, okay, I know you're going to do this. Just mm-hmm. make sure you don't fuck it up, you know. Make sure you don't fuck yourself up, okay? <laughs> when I'd get home from my friend's house, they'd be like, what'd you do? And I would just leave out, I would leave out details. I'd tell the truth. I'd be like, we watched the pay-per-view last night. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, it's so much fun. <laughs> That's it. And he and your parents and knew. And Tyler, don't you know, listen. Like, <laughs> don't you listen. <laughs> 
<laughs> they're like, kid, I know he was fucking drinking. But yeah, he fucking knew the but whole But they respect it because they've been through they've it too. They've done the same shit. Exactly. And if anyone, if any, you know, guardian, parent, whatever can, you know, is, is halfway decent at relating to their child and what their child is going through, then they know that they went through the same fucking thing. You know, they know that this is what happens when you're a kid. You're going to... You know, experiment with with drinking and 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 or smoking and all that sort of thing. You know, and you're gonna learn your limits, like you said, your limits. Oh yeah. As a person, and you're gonna develop from there. Yep. Which is huge. A little tangent there about substance abuse, hey. but still, you know, it's important for people to know what their limits are and whether or not they can handle certain things. So, the next question. This one's would you rather Ooh. for no reason whatsoever. I'm just throwing a curveball. <laughs> so would you rather only be able to remember your saddest memories or your happiest ones? Oof. I feel like I already remember only my saddest memories, but... But which would you rather remember? Well, the saddest memories I learn a lot from for sure. Depending on what it is, of course, but... Yeah, yeah. Probably happy, just so I stay optimistic. I mm. I try and push myself every day to stay optimistic about any obstacle I run into. And I yeah. feel like with happy memories, I would be able to stay optimistic and remember the good times, rather than revert back to the sadness that I remember only... Yeah. But at the same time, then if I only remember the happy memories and have one sad thing hit me, it'll hit me a hell of a lot harder. No, yeah, but I I, I do understand, though, because this 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 question is kind of like the, you know, both extremes, Oh, you know, both extremes, whether or not you're willing to sacrifice one for the other. Mm -hmm. And again, like you said, you learn from your mistakes, you learn from your sad memories, you know, sure more than you learn from your happy ones and you experience more joy from the happy ones than you do the sad ones but it's kind of about what you're willing to sacrifice for you know the other you know yeah. if you're if you'd prefer to be more optimistic and happy about your life than you would sad of course you'd 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 shoot for the optimism there and the happy ones for sure which is respectable in its own way the same way that you know it, it's respectable to choose the sad ones Oh yeah, because it's what you've learned from. But both are, again, both are valid answers, for sure. So, I respect the happy ones, and I wish I could agree with you. Yeah. <laughs> but next question. Next, next question. Question. Deep one again here. What makes Chris vulnerable? What makes Chris? vulnerable definitely loss mm. some way or another whether yeah. it's death whether it's someone leaving whether it's loss of fuck even if I lose my phone I'm vulnerable <laughs> <laughs> sorry <laughs> no, that's fair dude no I mean I, I get it everyone is nowadays you know without your phone what the fuck are you you're fucking you're lost well, yeah. honestly cause I just spent so much fucking money on it dude I'm like <laughs> shit I'm freaking out but yeah. definitely obviously more loss of like 
a connection for sure rather than mm. some sort of fucking device I, I mean I spent a fuck ton of money on devices but at the same time I'd rather lose my phone than lose someone I care about dearly for sure oh yeah the loss of general I'm I, saying something because I just bought a fucking expensive ass phone but... yeah well I I agree with that oh, loss yeah. is the hardest thing to overcome for sure to work through and to deal with because it takes a long time to overcome and yeah. during that time, I'm vulnerable for sure. And like you said, no matter what it is, too. Oh, yeah. Lots of a friendship, relationship, family member, everything. It's mm-hmm. hard. For it's sure. fucking hard. And it's not... And in the moment, it seems like it's not fair. Oh, you know, yeah. It seems like I shouldn't have to go through this. I Why am I doing... Why is this happening to me? Mm-hmm. But it is. And it happens to fucking everyone, you know? Yep. And that's the way you pull yourself through it, is you realize, oh, shit. This is a part of life. I, exactly. I'm not the only one who's gotten dumped. I'm not the only one whose grandparent died. I'm not the only one who fucking whose friend left them because they found a better friend, you know? Yeah. You deal with this shit. You learn from it and you move the fuck on. Yeah. Yeah. And without it, how are you going to learn those, those, you know, valuable life lessons? Exactly. Like, you got to have something like that. It makes me vulnerable for sure, but yeah. it'll definitely make me... Better person in the yeah. long run. So you could argue that being vulnerable is a good thing. Yeah, mm. yeah, because you learn a lot from being vulnerable. Again, the sad memories, what you learn from. Yeah. As much as they fucking hurt, and Lord knows they fucking kill, but that is arguably the most important. Yeah. So. So. Next question. We've got. Ten thousand left. Quite a few left. <laughs> well, lay them on me, left. Lay them on me. <clears throat> Who, again, as of right now, you know, the 20-year-old Chris, who, as of right now, and of all the people you know, would you want to be the last person you speak to before you die? And we're going to separate this here. We're going to say between family, the last family member, and the last of your friends hmm. that you'd want to speak to before you die, that you want to visit with before you die. Definitely my brother for family. He's yeah. a man for sure. Yeah. Definitely, as he's getting older, I feel like I have a better connection with him. And Oh, yeah. We relate a lot more because he's going through high school right now, so I'm kind of giving him pointers and stuff while he's going through like he asks me rather than my dad and he's like oh just keep it between me and you and no disrespect to my dad or anybody but oh well parents know too but nobody's gonna know the same way exactly because every times change yeah everything changes and with someone closer to your age it'll help you a lot more through shit so not that I'm the most knowledgeable person in the world, but I'd definitely like to give him, like, pointers throughout the rest of his life up to the age mm. that I am, for Both. sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, it's gonna be some tough shit that's going yeah. on. Yeah, low-key, it's up to you to give that fucking yeah. advice, too, you know, yeah. as an older sibling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely my brother, because, I don't know, we've been playing games and shit, too. It's mm. very fun, very fun. And, I don't know. For friends, definitely probably you. I'd be like, yo. <laughs> you don't have to listen. I, you don't I have know. to say me just because I'm across fucking I recording know. from you. Okay? I know. You don't have to say me. 
I mean that 100%. You don't got to say me. 100%. I would schedule one more episode for sure with you. (laughs) Just for an episode. I I respect that. I'm out in a couple days. Let's get one more episode before I go. Facts. We have another deep dive before we go. And probably another homie to get another guest, but... Yeah, we gotta make you like do it that way. Yeah. Last episode, maybe maybe replacement co-host, but mm, yeah, I don't know. Definitely just catch up, whatever. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, definitely you for sure. No, I appreciate that, buddy. Yeah. To be honest, after recording for as long as we have, I think that I can honestly say I feel the same way. Fucking, it's fucking right, lovely, buddy. dude. Fucking <laughs> right. Fucking incredible. It's fun. It's you know, a little tangent here, okay? And more about us. I think it's great how close something like this can bring two people because we, you know, we were met friend of a friend sort of a thing, you know. Shout out Sean. Shout out Sean. Sean. Give as, credit where credits due. As frequently as I see you, and has as and how, you know, despite how uninvolved you are currently, <laughs> you know, <laughs> physically <laughs> present, the lack of physical presence you have in our, uh, you know, our whole group of friends here. You did introduce me to a great fucking kid, you know, and I appreciate that a lot. Not to get too fucking crybaby, deep-ass fucking emotional shit, even though I, I do deem it necessary as males to fucking be able to achieve that sense of comfort in expressing emotions. Thank you, Sean. Thank you, Sean. Because you introduced Thanks, me to my co-host and, you know, the last homie that I would I would enjoy speaking to before I croak. You know? Fuck yeah, buddy. Hands Damn down. Straight. Next question. <laughs> Next question. Do oh, you matter? Uh, Do you matter? Do you matter, Chris? Fuck. In Do the grand scheme of things, matter. probably not. But Bullshit. In my life, Bullshit. For sure. Bullshit. Bullshit. In the grand scheme of things, you fucking matter just as much as the rest of us do. I suppose. I mean... And you know what, I asked that question to refute it, because I figured you'd probably say no to the, you know, yeah. in the, at least into the whole grand of scheme of things, you know, bit. Yeah. Because everybody's going to say no, but that's not true, because the whole grand scheme of things wouldn't be the whole grand scheme of things without Chris Jukes. Or without John Benzaya, you know. No, you don't suppose, you know that shit, you I own know. that shit. You know, as much as, I, you know, you don't want to seem like big-headed and shit, what does this all mean, you know? If one person's missing before they're not supposed to be, you know, mm. before it's their time, shit ain't the same. I, I wouldn't have a co-host. The world wouldn't have two books and a mic, for fuck's Fair. sake. Fair. You do matter. So now the second part of that question is to whom do you matter? Okay, because I think it's important. The reason I ask this question is because I think it's important to be able to identify who you to, to whom you are in imperative, to whom you are an integral part you know, of their life, you know, to, to, to mm. whom you matter, you mm. know, in essence, I guess, you know. Who do you matter to? 
Well, I guess I matter to you. You since fucking I'm a damn, you're goddamn fucking right. Not just because you're my co-host, because you're my friend. You matter to me, you motherfucker. So Fuck who else do you too. matter to aside from your fucking co-host, you fucking mook? I guess my boys. And you're damn right. My family. Hmm. I guess the work family I got, because I got a little family there. Yeah. Definitely the gang. I'll definitely get some of them on. I want to, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. I guess maybe some people I met through high school and school. Hmm. Because I like to, I like to, I don't know, say hi to the people who are sitting alone and shit at yeah. the, at the lunch table and all that, and in the halls i always wanted to be friendly to everybody i talk yeah, to as you should light their day because everybody's going through shit ma'am and, and you have no idea what it is until you ask exactly yeah. and it's you don't even have to ask we're just letting them know that you care it's mm. just real shit and if they want to open up that's cool if they don't that's cool too For we're sure, here man for fucking sure. And I wanted yeah. to ask that question because I feel like, I, like I said, it's so important for people to to recognize the fact that they matter to people, mm-hmm. you know. Especially, you know, especially one of my homies, it's important to, to you know, kind of address that with. Because I feel like people don't get the recognition that they deserve. Any Everybody. That's anybody sure. and everybody, you know. Everybody matters to at least fucking 100 people. You know, because yeah. you've come into contact with so many people throughout your life, through high school, work, you know, middle school, elementary school, your childhood, everything, man. You've you've had an impact on everybody you've met, mm. you know, so without, you know, without that kind of uh, interaction, those people wouldn't be the same either. Even if it was just fucking saying hi, you know, because in the grand scheme of things, grand scheme, you matter. So, oh, yeah. Bingo, bango, bongo. That probably should have been the last question, but it's not because the next question is... Even deeper. <laughs> even deeper. Fuck. Do you think, Chris, that you have a more sad or happy life? Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like it's more mm. neutral comparatively speaking to everybody else's but i treat it in more of a sad way well again it's not to be like i don't want you to think of this question as though you have to compare it to anybody else's no i I know yeah this is just you your perspective your opinion do you think you live a more sad or happy life probably sad for sure because okay i don't know i Grind at work, go home, play games, go to bed. So yeah. it's, I don't know. Well, that I makes just, me. That makes. I'm not gonna lie to you. That makes me sad to hear. You know. I mean, I guess, but shit happens that makes you sad, and then you just kind of go through the motions, and it's kind of there. So I don't know, man. I feel like I, I try to do the... happy shit. To make yeah. me happy, but overall, probably sad. I feel like sadness is the emotion that everybody latches onto the most. Oh, 
without a doubt. You know, so I feel like, you know, everyone will kind of give that answer. God knows I would have given the same fucking answer if he yeah. asked me that question, mm-hmm. you know. But ultimately, you have to kind of like, you know, it's it's important to try, at least, to see the good things and, you know, to have that positive mindset. Oh, yeah. Which I know that you have. And I try to keep it positive, for sure. Yeah. But I guess when you look at the whole thing, again, the sad shit just fucking, it sticks out more than the rest of it, doesn't it? thing, yeah. Fuck, it really does. (laughs) It really fucking does, man. Oh, man. Talk about a deep dive, bro. Amen. You should be like two neuroscientists in a mic or some shit <laughs> this is definitely some deep shit that is not moving well i material. told you i told you this is gonna be a, a deeper one man i spent fucking 40 minutes on these questions oh so. i know buddy oh, I the next question ain't any fucking less deep so let's we're touching the ocean floor on this but i don't want to fucking leave that last question at that because i, f- I like Man, there's nothing you can do. There's nothing anybody can do. I know, but it's, it's just, just you know that's that's just how the I look same at it, way man. that you would react. You know, it it, it just it's gonna it, hurt your it, heart it, to yeah. hear that the homie thinks that their life is just more sad than happy. You know, but it's understandable. It hurts. It it's hurts understandable. the people around you for sure. But and you learn from that though. You know, you learn from it. Like we said earlier, you're gonna learn from it. You're gonna make a better life for yourself from that shit. Yeah, man. Yeah. So, next question or something, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. This is the deepest the mooks have ever gone. I feel like. Ocean Trench (laughs) with Chris. This is a ground fucking floor. This is bedrock with Chris. So. This one is going to take us the upper mantle and we are i guess you could say nearing the completion of these questions so let's jump right into the next one i'm down to go as long as you'd like so well we've got a few left so we've got quite a few left so the next question chris what makes you you what makes chris chris you know what is that integral part of chris that you know, makes you whole? What makes you you as an individual? And what makes you kind of stand out, I guess, from everybody else? To yourself again, like what makes you... Again, this is just for... Again, from your own perspective. You know, not to anybody else, just what makes Chris, Chris. I don't know if this is in... Uh-huh. I don't know if this is... What is it? An adjective to describe a noun, right? An adjective describes a noun, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, consumerism. Definitely. I, um, I'm definitely swayed by, like, advertisements that look cool. And um, I'm definitely... I like to buy a lot of things that make me happy. And I don't know how to explain it. I guess... I like to buy my shoes. I like to buy the clothes and all that shit. Okay. I like to buy... I don't know, I'm, I'm, I'm a consumer at heart. I get swayed by the ads. I've been swayed by advertisements on television ever since I was a youngin'. And ever since you were a jit. Exactly. And I don't know, I I feel like that's definitely not a part of me that I enjoy. Definitely my bank account doesn't enjoy that. 
but <laughs> I don't know. Things that make me happy, I some things that make me happy, I buy, and that's a big part of me because I don't know. I wear it, I use it. I don't know. Is that kind of what you were asking for? Not really. I'm not gonna lie to you. Not at all. That's well. It's 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 a valid answer. But it's not exactly what I was thinking for this question. I should have worded it more particularly, but mm. I was thinking, like, what kind of defines you, you know? And what, oh. in your opinion, would be what defines you? Like, what makes Chris, Chris? Like, what makes you, you? What what defines you? What defines you, Chris? In your own opinion, you're from your own perspective, what defines you? Granted, consumerism is... Uh, is an answer, yeah, but, but it's that's not, not what, really. Yeah, it's not what defines yeah, you. Yeah. you know? That was just the first thing about my head. No, I, I I respect that, and it's all about how you interpret the question. But mm. now that I've kind of reworded it, what defines you, Chris? What defines you, my friend? Definitely um, optimism. I feel like whatever's mm. going on in my life, if someone hits me with something tricky that's going on in theirs, I stay optimistic, regardless. I try to at least, regardless no, of what's going on. That I can, I can one hundred percent confirm that you do because you've done that for me. So, <laughs> <laughs> and shit, I definitely, I don't know. I try and keep an open mind. Yeah. I guess whatever's hitting me doesn't matter at the time, and I stay optimistic regardless of what's happening so optimism and 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 and, and open-mindedness yeah yeah for sure i agree i i mean Thanks. if i were to pick out what defines you granted it's not my opinion that counts here but still i i, I would agree with you Thanks. because when i think of you and not again not to blow smoke up your ass because that's not what this is about but you are a very optimistic person you know and when i come to you with any issues or even when you have your own issues you always tend to highlight the the upside of it. Mm -hmm. You know, what's what's okay about it, what you can learn from it, what you can take away, that sort of a thing, yeah. which is optimism in its fucking mere definition. So, I definitely I start out pessimistic, for sure, but I oh, keep that yeah. to myself, and then I, I search for the optimism, for sure. Which is huge. That's fucking huge. Oh, shit. <laughs> so it's Jeff's job, man. Stop. <laughs> Again, not to blow smoke up your ass or anything like that, but I I, I do agree with you. I think that's fucking huge. And that, that's a fucking... God knows that's a huge thing to fucking learn, too, and to come to terms with that, hey, I should be optimistic about this instead mm. of feeling shit about it, you know? That's yeah. something that usually takes a people a lot more time to come to terms with, so kudos to you for learning that quick. Thanks. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> so, on that deep question, let's go to an even deeper one. Oh, uh, <laughs> I told you this. We're at the lower mantle. Yeah, we're the last one, two, three, four, five, six, seven questions. Damn. Alright. And I'm actually going to save the next question for the last one here. So, we're going to skip over this one. We're going to go to the next one here. You know, so I really want to be remembered by... Um... <laughs> That's not... <laughs> <laughs> I've already asked you that one. I feel like we have. Have we? 
Fuck. Have we done that question for each other? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. I thought we had. We've answered, like, when we ask other people, because we're like, what about you? I go, well, I'd like to, uh, want to be remembered for being professional gamer or something. I don't know. Professional gamer. Oh, fucking <laughs> We have answered that. I don't, I don't I remember, remember what now. I said, but whatever. So, the next question. Yeah, you made a great face with that one. You're yeah, because like, I just figured out the oh, order. Man. The order in which I'm going to ask these questions is complete fucking perfection. Again, not not to <laughs> blow smoke up my own ass, but these questions are good. And these last, I just, I just skipped over these two questions because they work perfectly in tandem. So, we're going to just jump ahead here. If you could rectify any mistake that you have made in your entire fucking life, which one? Would it be? If you could fix any mistake, if you could rectify any mistake that you've made, that you have made on your own account, on your own accord, by your fucking self, a a fuck up that you have made, you know, some, oh shit, I fucked this up and it's changed everything. Or maybe it hasn't changed everything, but still, which mistake stands out to you the most that you would want to rectify if you were given the ability to do so? Wow. That's not even the last question. <laughs> I know. Fuck we still got like eight God. more. <laughs> Holy fuck. Um, I don't know. I've gotten a few car accidents, so maybe, maybe that for sure. Mm. Just because I know they are car accidents, but definitely paying more attention to the road, definitely doing... I don't know, due diligence driving, because, I don't know, it was, it was embarrassing, because I got in my first car accident in high school, and my, my fucking driver's ed guy used to come to my high school, and he heard about it, No, he was like, oh, buddy, you rolled the fucking car, <laughs> and I was Jeez. like, wow, buddy, you're really gonna do that Jeez. to me right now. Your fucking driver instructor, bro, your driving instructor oh, comes to your school? heavy. What did he come to your school for? He would teach driver's ed right after school. Oh, so you'd just like see him in passing yeah. and you'd be, he'd be like, what's up, Mr. Ross? Yeah, and he'd, he'd be, be like, like hey, you like, fucked hey, up. You fucked up your car, buddy. <laughs> oh, that is too much. And the worst part was that it wasn't my car. It was like the family car. So I fucked that up heavy. Oh, and I just felt like a fucking total mook about it. <laughs> And, I don't know, it cost everybody a fuck ton of money, and it was just, uh, it was a mistake that was easily avoided, because honestly, the one thing you learn from it is that you gotta pay attention to the road and not drive like a fucking idiot. Oh, for sure. But, I mean, to be fair, you learn that that in driver's ed. I I was just gonna say, to be fair, you learn that in driver's ed, too. Financially, it wasn't a good... I mean, it wasn't really my decision, but it wasn't a good outcome financially. Oh, yeah. And it affects you forever. And I had a car full of boys, so, like... When you rolled uh, it? No, I I, I rear-ended somebody, and, like, airbags came off, hit my buddy in the face. Oh, man. And I feel like, I feel like it, like, scarred him a little bit. Because, like... That type of shit freaks someone out. It freaked yeah. me the fuck out. I was freaking yeah. out. But you can't, you know, mm-hmm. take that weight all on your shoulders. No. You know. 
I, I suppose, but even definitely something. Despite to whether take or not, uh, despite whether or not you you know you know you you're gonna beat yourself up over it, you've got to understand that hey, mistakes happened. happen, accidents yeah. happen. You know, they don't hate you for it. Yeah, you shouldn't hate you for it either. Probably with all all three of them to this day. So exactly. So then, what does it matter? You know, yeah, y'all still you're I just, still chilling. I just bro. feel bad. I put them into a traumatic event at such a young age. And it is respectable of you to feel bad about it. Mm-hmm. You know, because it means that you give a shit about it, yeah. <laughs> you know, which most people wouldn't. You know, yeah. I, I feel like you know the most people I've come across. You know. To be like, oh, sorry, you know. <laughs> so it's, exactly. it's big of you, I guess is what I'm saying. It's big of you to actually have some remorse, you know. Mm-hmm. But as long as you're not beating yourself up over it. Oh, I spent a couple of years beating myself up over it, but, but you're I'm good now. Attaboy, attaboy. That's what we like to hear. If you're good oh, now, yeah. that's what matters, right? And you know what else matters is the next question. <laughs> so... <laughs> He's on fire with this transition. Terrible segue. That was fire. (laughs) So don't beat yourself up over that one. Well, this 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 question is just disgusting. So filthy. This is just filthy. So, how would you react to the death of one of your closest friends? Wow. Holy fuck. I don't mean to laugh, but I, I really thought of these questions, like, on a whim, but oh, it was, like, a 40-minute time period, and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm in such a deep fucking phase right now, and I was just throwing out this fucking random-ass, deep-ass shit, so... And, again, there's things I wanted to know about you, and things that I thought the audience might find interesting, so how would you react if one of your fucking core-ass homies died? I'd be devastated for a fucking while that's for damn sure I would definitely be very quiet to a lot of people just wouldn't say a word to anybody unless I needed to yeah but definitely probably shut down and go solo for a little bit do all my shit alone for a while yeah and then probably get a tattoo for him for sure Oh, 100%. Like, if you died, I get a Joker card for oh, sure. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. I actually love that. I love that. Get a tattoo for Because then I'd never forget him, oh. for sure. Facts, bro. Facts. I wasn't even thinking about that. When I, see, when I was thinking about the question, I was just, I was thinking about more broad. I was like, what would you do if, if you experienced a great loss? And I was like, well, you need to make it more specific. And mm-hmm. that... Did a tattoo from one of the homies, man. I couldn't oh, think yeah. of... I, like, dead ass right now, me sitting here right now, I couldn't think of a better thing to do. For real? In honor of one of the homies. Because then, then they live like, on through you, tattoo, man. bro. Oh, fuck. That's such a good idea. For real. Holy shit. A tattoo for the homies. Fuck yeah. And I, mean, I know everybody does that, but like still like I'd throw like a party for one of them or something. Like depending on who it was, if they were a party type, I'd throw a party for them. Yeah. And just like burn down the fucking block for them. Do some yeah. crazy shit for them because depending on what who they it was, would they want. That. You know? Exactly. And you know for me, I would totally want a tattoo. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's incredible. That's actually such, that's yeah. such a wonderful answer. I don't mean to get all fucking gushy, but that's such a wonderful fucking answer. 
A tattoo. Oh my god. A Joker tat that warms my heart. That warms my fucking heart. <laughs> That's the shit that makes me feel warm and fuzzy, bro. Fuck yeah. Oh my god, I love that so much. Who's mourning you? Shit. That's so adorable. Oh my god. Like, not in, like, you know, just like, that's wonderful. That is fucking wonderful. Oh, fuck. A Joker tat. <sighs> Oof. Good answer. Thanks. Next question. With the death of that question, let's with rise the... with this one. <laughs> with the death of that question. Do you think. Okay. <clears throat> Coming up on the last five here. This is mm. five of five. This is one of five. Excuse me. <laughs> Good Lord. Do you think it is important to allow for deeper conversations with friends? Oh, yeah. Okay. For sure. Why? Why? Because shit eats you up if you don't talk about it. But with friends, particularly. Why would with you? With friends? Because going back to like with me and my brother we're all the same age well my brother me and my brother are not the same age but around the same age so Close we can talk it, yeah. about we're all going through the same shit mm. and with the empathy I feel like it's a lot bigger cause maybe you've gone through that and you know how it feels or vice versa whatever and I feel like it's easier to be more empathetic because of the age Rather than yeah. with a parent who could have gone through the same thing, but completely different, depending on the times. So with you and your brother, you'd say that since you're a little bit older and you've more recently experienced those things. 100%. It's still fresh. It's still fresh, which is huge. Humongous. Because sometimes I, you forget about it. I was actually thinking about that the other day. Not to... I'm sorry to make it about me in a way, but... Please. I was thinking about with my grand one of my grandfathers the other day, or both of my grandfathers to be honest with you. They're both incredible men. They're just fucking. They have been the best of people I've ever known ever. Thanks for listening, guys. You know, and they both listen. They oh, both fucking yeah, listen. That's why I so, said thank you. Shout out to Richard and to Ben. They are the best Let's men, go. the most fucking respectable men I have ever met in my life. Both have taught me incredible fucking things. And I was just thinking, because you mentioned that, it reminds me, I was just thinking about how the fact that they can still remember what it was like to be a teenager. You know, how they can wow. still remember what it was like to be young. Because mm -hmm. I have lived and at least spent enough time with both of them to kind of experience, or to, to kind of learn from both of them, you know, and to, to go through things around both of them and to you know, rely on them for some sort of support. For and sure. the fact that they have both been able to relate to how I was, f to how I was feeling at the time, you know, mm -hmm. they were able to, oh shit, I remember what it was like to be a teenager. I remember what it was like when I was that age yeah. and when I went through those, you know, breakups or just sad times, those feelings of loss, mm -hmm. those feelings of depression, sadness, anxiety, all those things. When someone is able to remember that, and to recollect it, it is huge in the development of another person. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like you said earlier, you said one of the happiest things is to be able to have that positive impact on someone else. To be your younger brother, you know, and mm -hmm. to be able to 
learn those things from an older sibling, I couldn't fucking imagine how great it would be to have an older brother there to help you through that shit. Oh, yeah. I... Damn. 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 That's damn. all I gotta say, man. Damn. damn. Fucking damn, dude. <laughs> fucking damn. damn. So, uh, back... back. The question was, do you think it's important to allow for deeper conversations? Right? Now, my kind of second part to that question is, do you tend to stay away from that? Do you tend to shy away from that with people more than you should? Or do yeah. you allow that more? You you do? Personally, yeah, but I yeah. like to have them with other people. Like, if they're going through something, I oh, like to okay. talk. But if I'm going through something, it's a little bit tougher for me to talk. Just because oh, well, yeah. when I was, I don't know, growing up, I never really did that with the boys, my friends, whatever. I never really opened up. So it's more, uh, no, it's more of a newer thing to me. Mm-hmm. To be able to express those feelings. Exactly. And it's, I don't know, it's, it's a different feeling with your friends to kind of open up and be vulnerable. And again, to not, uh, I hate to drag the attention away from you and to not make this a bigger thing, but I feel like men have such a fucking like stigma against I was gonna say stigma as well yeah being able to express these emotions and it's such a fucking tragic thing mm -hmm. you know growing up not feeling like oh I can talk about this to my friends you know growing yeah. up not feeling like you can express those emotions to even to your fucking parents you know yeah I know growing up I wasn't comfortable talking about this shit with my parents and I imagine you weren't either because most guys I know still, to this day, have a hard time talking about their own emotions, which is fucking insane to me, you know? Crazy. Yeah. Right? The world that we live in, not being able to have that conversation with someone else, no matter who they fucking are, no matter who you are, mm -hmm. not being able to confide in someone is just fucking ridiculous to me. Oh, yeah. So, I'm glad you're getting onto that track now, you know, yeah. and at least, if I, you know, no matter... Even though it wasn't sooner, the mm -hmm. fact that you're able to now, you know, able to confide in people about, you know, in regards to your emotions, you know, and to, to kind of not rely on other people, but to accept other people's kind of opinions on to how you can kind of better yourself and to, to take that advice from other people mm -hmm. is, is huge. Yeah. It's huge, especially from the homies. Hell yeah. Like when the homies can give that advice, I mean, for me at least, it, it's huge. When it I is. can talk to someone I talk to every day, no matter what, you know, just fucking vibe with, and then if I can bring something deep to them, it's just even, it's, it hits even harder, man. Damn straight. It's even fucking harder. It's wild. So I respect that you're able to finally fucking come over that. And I'm glad. I'm happy for you, man. Thanks. They've reached that point. I also recently reached that point. So it's 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 a good Fuck thing. You, buddy. It's a very good thing. It really is. Fucking men's mental health, man. Let's go. Good men's mental health, bro. Run it up. Run it up. Fuck. Yeah. Speaking of relationships and friendships Yo. and things like that. Right. And how you can kind of defined a strong one, right? How would you define a strong relationship? Hmm. And, and this is in regards to friends, family, significant others, everything all in the same. How would you define 
a strong relationship because I feel like there's always one thing that can push that to being a strong, strong relationship. Versus yeah. Weak. yeah, exactly. I just definitely say trust for sure. Mm-hmm. Relationship like boyfriend girlfriend would definitely be like trust in like staying loyal. Friends trust in telling each other information yeah. and you are spreading it. Yeah, this family is... probably same shit. It's loyalty all around. Amen. Loyalty and respect, bro, all around. Yeah. I'm glad we're on the same page. (laughs) That's what makes it strong. That is what makes it strong. Mm -hmm. It is, because it's huge. Massive. The trust, man. Because if you can't trust someone, you're not going to open up to them. Fuck no. Fuck no. I mean... Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it depends on the person, but I sure shit would. Even then, I if I don't trust someone, I'm not going to fucking spill the beans, bro. Oh, no. I don't give a shit, bro. I trust our audience. I trust you. I'm willing to spill the beans. But For if sure. it's some random ass nigga, like, bro. Yeah. Excuse I'm me. Set. I'm all set. <laughs> Man. It's the trust, bro. The trust is huge, and that's where I feel like, you know, kind of morality has just gone out the window. You know? I feel like it's gone out the window. People don't have that respect anymore. The respect, the, the respect in regards to confidentiality, you know? Yeah. And not about things that are big and that like, oh shit, I should probably tell his friend that he's saying this about him or his girlfriend that he's done this, you know. I I just confidentiality in the fact that like, yo, he's he's trusting me enough to say these things to me and to tell me about how he feels or how she feels or how they feel or whatever, you know, they're trusting me to tell me these things. I should keep that to myself, you know, I shouldn't spread that around, or I shouldn't make them feel like shit and about it. I think that everybody would do that. You would think, but here we are. Here we fucking are. We've all had those friends that can't fucking keep that confidential, and we have to deal with it, but... Damn sh- fucking shit, bro. Fuck a wee balls. <laughs> fucking, fucking hell, man. Okay. So, it's a terrible segue, but we're going to jump into the next question. Oh, good. I've got three left, Chris. Indubitably. This is nearing the end of your deep dive here, buddy. We are an hour 45 in. Damn. It's going to resurface soon. <laughs> this went way longer than I thought it was going to go. Anyway, the third, the first of three <laughs> final, <laughs> the first of three questions left, mm. okay? This is a deep one. And this question... I feel like you've opened every single one of that. Well, no, I'm going to preface this with this question means a lot to me. Okay? Mm. How someone feels about this sort of thing means a lot to me. And this is not to... (coughs) Excuse me. This is not to influence your answer one way or the other whatsoever. Yeah. But I feel like this is a huge kind of make a break you know Uh-oh. so and i know you're not gonna break this anyway but i'm just gonna throw it out there so does seeing someone this is a bit of a longer question so hold tight does seeing someone like a friend significant other family member whatever go through something emotionally difficult does seeing someone go through something emotionally difficult make you uncomfortable 
And are you able to help them through that without your opinion of them changing? Opinion of them changing? For sure. Uncomfortable? Depends on the situation, for Mm. sure. Because if someone fucking, I don't know, take it to the extreme, someone killed their wife or something, that's going to make me uncomfortable, for sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. But if you're, I don't know, man, like... No, no, for sure. It doesn't make me uncomfortable. I try Mm. and stay very neutral with all of that. Try and see both sides of the coin. Yeah, and optimistic, like you said. Exactly, yeah. And I definitely stay optimistic for sure and And are you able to help them through that situation shit i hope i can i try to for sure yeah but without your opinion of them changing though for sure because i already if i've known them long enough they're coming to me with that i know who they are as a person i know that whatever they're going through it's i don't know it's not normal so they're gonna be doing some acting outlandish sometimes there's definitely some people who take it (laughs) crazily and I don't know sometimes people snap at you when they're going through something are very aggressive Mm. and I don't take it out on them sometimes I get taken back very aggressive to me oh yeah but then I realize like damn they're going through some shit right now like I need to help them out yeah but not at all. My opinion doesn't change. Well, that's great. That's yeah. great. Because as much as, you know, and it, I feel like ultimately it does depend on the person as well and the situation, but still, ultimately, for you as a person, if you're able to kind of help someone through that sort of thing and not let what they did or what happened to them affect your opinion on them, I think that's huge. Mm. I think it's fucking huge. Because if you're close enough with them and your aim is to help them better themselves as a person and to strengthen your friendship, as it were, you know, then the priority is to just fucking help them, you know, and not to... Yeah, it's got to clear as fucking day. Exactly. It is clear. That's the thing. If you're close enough, then it is clear as day. For sure. But if it's not, then it can get a little clouded. You know, your judgment can be clouded and then mm-hmm. it gets to a bit of a, you know, a stickier situation. But yes, I I agree. Glad Good. you think that way. Good. Glad you think that way. Thanks. Two questions left here. Dos. Would you say that you have control over your own life? Or... Do the opinions and actions of others dictate your decision making and how you will play or how things will play out for you as a whole? Hmm. I'd like to think that I have control of my life for sure. I try and make my own decisions, but fuck trying to think with that that's a crazy one for I know sure. it's a two parter too it's like a fucking four parter but like yeah, yeah it's like a 25 part <laughs> uh, yeah I'd like to think I have control of my own life but there's a lot of different factors that take over whether I'm feeling like what I'm doing at the time like schedule work I got 
shit going on in my life so I can feel happy, sad. Be in work, not work. Fucking, I don't know. Yeah. There's a lot of factors that play into that. So, in a sense, I guess I'm not in control, but I'm in control as much as I can be. Okay. Because I've made those decisions to work. I've made those decisions to keep on keeping on and endure whatever I have. Yeah. But, yeah, I guess it's big, it. and that comes from you know from I uh, like we were saying earlier, it comes from the trials and tribulations of being sad and then learning from those sort of things. You mm-hmm. know, I feel like yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I'd like to say I'm in control as much as I can be. Good man, as you should be. Yeah, you know, because it's your life, and you gotta live it how you want to, and you can't let what other people think kind of affect that. You know, mm-hmm. can't let that happen fucking air right good boy (laughs) so now we're gonna come to the last of our 25 questions that have lasted approximately two hours (laughs) i went into this thinking oh fuck 25 questions this is gonna last us like what like 45 minutes (laughs) and here we are we can like double it, like one question, like twenty minutes. <laughs> I remember we were three in, and it was forty minutes in. Yeah, oh, we were wow. literally like five questions in, and it was forty-five minutes. Holy shit! Well, the final question, Chris. I'm very intrigued. The final question of your deep dive. It's not as deep as you may think, and it's not a good final question, but it's a question. You know, it's a question it's that a question it, it kind of. It 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 and it hopefully it will answer you know the, this uh, it it'll give us some insight as to how Chris thinks, which again was the the aim of all of these questions as mm-hmm. few or as too many maybe as there were you know I we want to know would you rather be tormented by the thought of your future or the regrets of your past. It's just worded pretty, but ultimately it's a simple question. Tormented. Tormented. By the prospects of your future or the regrets of your past, you know, simple. Hmm. More or less. Well, you definitely get hit with both already. You're already tormented by the thoughts of your future. Mm. Indubitably. Indubitably. But probably, probably future. Hmm. Like, just live my life. Actually, fuck that. Past. Because... Ooh, a little change of pace there. Definitely. I was thinking of, like... But then I wouldn't learn anything. Mm-hmm. I feel like the whole... The whole, um... What do you want to say? It, idea of this episode is that... Learning from mistakes I feel like what, what do you call that the message the Podcast. moral the moral yes. the moral of the story the moral of the story is learning from your mistakes that happened in the past mm. and if you learn from those then you don't have to be tormented by your future as so much you, at least yeah, yeah. definitely definitely the past. the past for sure the past 100% I agree I agree with you I agree oh, that it's more yeah. important. I agree that it's it's because ultimately it's more important for your future. You know? Yeah. 
if you learn from your past and you always remember those mistakes that you've made and you've grown from them and you realize that, oh shit, I can't make those mistakes again. Because mm-hmm. it'll put me in the same place that I was. Exactly. You know? and you'll just be going on a loop. Amen. Nobody wants that. Okay. Amen. And that, Chris, concludes Ooh. our deep dive into your mind, my friend. Damn. What? Thanks for having me, man. <laughs> that was incredible. That was incredible. That was a good one. That was a very good one. That I enjoyed that thoroughly. One. And I hope you did as well. I did. I feel like we should call this like therapy with the mooks. Therapy with the mooks. <laughs> Get a little lighter note for the end of the episode there. Thank you all for listening. That was... Well, you know, so again on the Instagram. Yeah, I think it. Yes, give us some fucking feedback, man. I'm gonna plug Instagram. that until the fucking end of time, man. Exactly, as we should. We created that shit, man. And we created this. Fuck yeah, we did this. Right. We fucking did this shit, man. Hell the fucking yeah. mooks, man. Back at the mic this Saturday. The, the fucking. fucking Saturday, the 30th of July is when this is recorded. We And into the 31st. And into the 31st. We hope you all enjoyed this deep dive into Chris's mind. I know I fucking certainly did. I learned a lot. And I fucking feel just that much closer to my, my co-host here. And I hope you do as well. Yeah. Been, it has been nothing short of a pleasure, Chris. Nothing short of a pleasure. And on that note, we'll see you guys on Saturday. See you on Saturday. See ya. Bye-bye. <laughs>